At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Thanks for tuning in to Boner Planet Podcast. Watch the full video exclusively on Carbon TV. This show is brought to you by Tinks, Scent Crusher, Camp Chef, and Cat Work Truck. Victory Archery and Thorn Broadheads. Cobra Archery and Shadow Hunter Blinds. Burris Optics and Reveal Cellular Trail Camps. HHA and HHA USA. Additional support by Under Armour and Deer Camp Coffee. Hello and welcome to the BonerPlanet.com podcast. Myself, Dave Thomas, tonight, along with Tim Mazzarana. And tonight we are talking bows and we are talking APA archery with Nabel himself from APA, which is very exciting because when we think of APA, a lot of questions always come up and they always come up when I'm on TikTok or other things like, what is that? And, and people never realize sometimes that these bows are out there. And so I always push APA because I, I feel like you guys have such good hidden tech that we need to unhide it and bring it to the surface. And so that was one of the reasons I really wanted to get you on the show uh, to talk about that. But before we do that, because there's so much there alone to unpack, but let's go back, I guess, and tell us the history of this brand and, and kind of how it formed, where it formed, and, and I guess take us through that. All right. Um, well, ever since I was young, even at an age of, say, eight, nine years old, I was already kind of intrigued by archery and uh, made a, my first bow from a willow. And, you know, from there, I went to a fishing rod. I took the bottom section of a fishing rod, used that as a bow, the top section, I made into an arrow. And then that worked really well, you know, compared to your initial stick and string. Uh, so it's always been a hobby. It's always something I've always been attracted to. Uh, and in 2000. In 1998, I made some notes here, I guess 1998, I, I opened up a little shop in, uh, in my basement just for working on my own equipment, tuning, this kind of thing. Work on my friend's bows. Uh, I was getting pretty good at setting up bows, tuning the bows. And it slowly became bigger and bigger. Um, we ended up opening up a shop on Main Street here in a smaller town where in bigger Saskatchewan is where we're located. Uh, so we picked, put a building up with a range pro shop in the front and we started running that that was about two, year 2000 now um in 2002 i was actually switching from shooting with fingers to a release and i couldn't find a good arrow rest that would hold your arrow from falling off back then that tm hunter was the you know the thing to use yeah. and your arrow yeah. would fall off with prongs right remember that um so anyway, we come up with a, a new invention with an arrow rest called, we called it the APA Ultimate. And I have one in my hand here, I'm not sure if you guys could see it. So this is how this company kind of started with this piece right here. So it's a full containment arrow rest and you put your arrow and shoot right through it with the cock feather down. Stationary, doesn't move. Uh, so this is kind of what's APA Innovations Inc. So before the new company and decided to manufacture this, we went to the ATA show in 2002. We made top 10 products with it. Awesome. Well, yeah, so that was, you know, kind of a big step for us to do this, you know, get into manufacturing, learn how to do it, and this, that. 
um, converted part of the building to start manufacturing instead of having the range. But anyway, about 2006 or so, uh, 2005, 2006, we were struggling a little bit financially because it wasn't big enough, you know, to make all the overhead, right? By the time you travel, do trade shows, marketing, this, that. So I, thought, I got thinking, you know what, we should focus on the boat. You know, the bow is such a big item that it can't be missed. You know, we found that we had to really put a lot of marketing on this to try to get people to even know that it existed. So I got thinking about the bow and come up with the carry handle for the bow on the front. That was kind of the first step to making a, a unique design. We always want to be no use making something that's already out there and try yeah. to change the color or whatever. Uh, if it's not different or better, it's no use getting into that field. That's how I believe, you know. So by putting the bridge on the front of the riser, it had so many, you know, uh, benefits that strengthens the riser. It makes it much easier to transport the bow when you're walking with it. Um, and it made it look different from any, anything else out there, which is another, you know, kind of a side effect of it. Now, we went to the ATA show uh, 2006. We had a bow called the Black Mamba. And that same bow, we also put a tool center in the bow which had a broad head wrench, a knock adjustment tool, and a carbide sharpener. So that's kind of the, I guess, the different, you know, to be different from everybody else, I guess. Uh, it was a fast bow, in fact, uh, 346 feet per second. It was the fastest bow that year because prior to us, I think the Botech Black Knight had the fastest bow at 350, but they went to the binary cam and reduced their speeds. And uh, we came in at 346. So that year, we were the fastest one. So we've always been on the top end of the speed. Uh, I've always been addicted to speed. So even the bows I've bought personally from different manufacturers, they've always had to be on the fastest end of the spectrum, I guess, you know. So uh, anyways, from there, we started uh, improving on the design and coming up with, you know, we wanted to make a, a more functional bow. I always think functionality. I spent a lot of hours in the field. I'm, a, uh, I'm really... Uh, an avid bow hunter. Like I hunted a lot of whitetail primarily. Um, and then now we are into heavier game. But um, so a lot of this technology that you see on the APA bow is kind of inspired in the field. It's not sitting and going to school and learning how can I make a better bow or engineers or whatever. This is something that's developed in the field, you know. And um, so, for example, the Fang riser, we introduced that in 2008. So it allows you to hang your bow on a branch uh, without, um, you know, having to screw in a screw step or kind of branch off the tree and slide your limb through it. That's also a very convenient option. Now, in 2009, we introduced the King Cobra. Back then, that was also the fastest bow that year at 362 feet per second. And uh, I remember that was a really nice, a good year for us with that bow. Um, so we kind of always trying to reach for that higher speed, more efficiency, more kinetic energy, you know. Um, 2010, it was a, uh, when we started developing the cam lock technology, which is probably still one of the best, uh, you know, features that an APA bow has today is where you can service your bow in the field without the use of a bow press or any tools, really. So you could change your strings, adjust your peep sight, uh, in a matter of minutes with no tools, you know? So that's something that's, um, uh, it's been a really a uh, fan favorite really, even till today. Now 11, we introduced the HE Slimline profile. So the slimmer limbs, lighter weight, 
roller guard, um, and uh, what else? Also, said, and then we came up with a new drop away rest. So this is the the same arrow rest design, but we made it so it actually pivots. So when you shoot, you know, rotate and give you full clearance on your fletching, even if you have a helical style fletching. So that was eleven. Fourteen. We introduced the easy tune mods making the bows a little easier to tune. Now we've always focused on dual camps. I was always a believer of dual cam technology. I know at, at that time, the single cam was very popular and the binaries were coming in and cam and a halves and so on, but we've always focused on a dual cam. So we basically kept refining and refining that dual cam to make it more efficient and more accurate, easier to shoot and so on. So um, the easy tune mods helped that cam take one step forward um, also that year, around 2014, uh, we started getting to the target bows. So the, we had uh, the Mamba T39 target bow, and it started, you know, showing up in different 3D range, uh, you know, shoots here and winning tournaments and so on. So that was what well, we got the first taste of the target part of the archery, you know. And uh, now in 2015, we introduced the camera mount on the bow. Uh, twin flex limb technology. So we want the limb to be, um, we always focused on having a solid limb design. We never were interested in a, uh, what do you call it, into having a split limb. We just like the simplicity and the sleek design of a solid limb. And uh, we just have to make, we just kept improving on that design as well. So we pushed that solid limb every year further and further. And now we can make it so it's just as efficient as a, uh, having a split limb, but you have the simplicity of a solid limb. So that one was developed in 20, uh, about 2015, 2016. And then we introduced the soft touch armor on all the bows. So it's like a kind of a rubber coating in 2016 to keep the bows, uh, you know, nicer to, it feels nice to the hand, more grippy, a little quieter. You bump it on your tree stand in the field. Um, now 2017, we, we, one, one complaint we used to have is with the dual cams, you just have a little bit of sponginess to, when you have full draw. So we introduced what we call the rotating draw stop technology. So it's a disc that fits on the side of the cam. And now you can have actually a cable stop or a solid limb stop, which you can activate or deactivate to your preference to really uh, have that personal, uh, you know, feel at full draw with the bow. That was a huge step as well as far as, it just made the bows feel so solid, you know, at that point. Um, top load drop away rest came out that year. Then we turned to 2018, we went to 80% let off. Uh, we used to be about 70, 75% prior to that. So we upped the percentage to 80 to make it more comfortable to shoot the bows. And then 2019, we went to the short Mamba 28 axle to axle. Again, a very successful bow that one, dead in the hand, compact, 350 feet per second with over a seven inch brace height. Which was an impressive performing bow. 2020, we introduced the microtune technology. Uh, that was really a, a really nice one too, because it now allows you to adjust your cam timing without having to replace or, or remove your cables and strings and add twists and so on. You can just simply turn a dial on your uh, microtune. Now, um, on the target end of the risers, we also choose the black Mamba target riser in 2020. So now, we don't change our look of our bow very often, but when we do, we usually really study it out to make sure it's really uh, unique. It's almost like when you compare 
if you look at a, you know a Ferrari or a Porsche or whatever, you don't see them change the vehicle, the whole design. I was just gonna say that actually you know? because yeah, when, when you see a Porsche, you know a Porsche. Exactly. Right? You know? It doesn't matter if it's a 1960s or or a 2010 or a 2020. You know. Yeah. So it's the same with us. Like when you see an APA, you know it's an APA, and we wanted to take it one step further. Um, the design of the new Black Mamba series was inspired by the Black Mamba snakehead. When you look at the top view of a snakehead, it's got that coffin shape to it. And we used that, those cutouts into the riser. It actually added strength, made the boat lighter, gave it a unique look to it. And so it's just, uh, it really took it one step further again to be different from everybody else out there, you know? Um, we then introduced the mass transfer module also in 2020, which is a stabilizer uh, I designed that installs onto your string stop rod and it allows you to balance your boat front to back or side to side. And it's all tucked in within the boat, doesn't stick out. So if you're hunting, it's really uh, compact, but it's very efficient, you know. Then 2021, um, we focused on uh, having the bows. Uh, we introduced actually that Black Mamba design into the rest of the lineup. So now not only the target bows had that, the, the whole line had the Black Mamba designs to it. And then 2022, we focused on tunability. That's when we really took a step forward to make the bows even easier to tune and shoot in the field. Uh, so we introduced the knock point alignment zone, the center shot indicator pin. So now the cam lock pin has etched marks on it that you can put onto the side of the riser. And you can actually set up your bow now without no lasers or, or bow squares or anything. You just simply use what's in front of you with an Allen wrench and you can set up your bow. You know, so it's again, as simple as that. Uh, we also got the torque-free limb anchor where you can now uh, fasten your uh, arrow rest, drop away rest right to the center on the limb. So it's not torquing the limb left or right. Uh, again, helping in tunability and our variable yoke technology. So now no longer you have to now adjust your cam lean manually. It's all done automatically on the bow. You can tell, pull the bow out of the, bow, out of the box and basically adjust your arrow rests, windage and elevation put your D-loop in the right spot, get the proper spine arrow, and you'll shoot a bullet hole through the paper. It's as simple as that. You don't have to be shimming the cams and twisting the limbs and all kinds of other things that you normally have to do, you know? And uh, yeah, so that takes us pretty well to today. This is the bow here. So this shows you all the, what I just talked about. This is our Black Mamba 31. So here's your carry handle, the tool center. We have a knock adjustment tool, broadhead wrench, cam lock pin, carbide sharpeners right here. And then we got the fang riser, so you can hang your bow on the branch right, right on here. And the camera mount. Uh, this is the MTM stabilizer, so you can loosen the, the thumb knob. You can actually slide the stabilizer front to back and then you can rotate it side to side as well. So you can really get the perfect balance that you want, depending on what kind of accessories you have on your bow. You can also add disc weights, becoming one ounce weights up to four ounces can be installed on the stabilizer, you know. Have a direct mount wrist sling, so you don't have to have a piece of leather to flop around holding your rope in. So it just goes right into the riser, the set scoop pushes against it. Um, now, this is our weight distribution discs too, that we, introduced in 2020 as well. So you can put weights at the very bottom of the riser on either side or at the top of the riser. This allows you to really, again, 
uh, have mass away from the center point of your hand. So the bow really sits very, very plumb and stable. Even though it's a shorter design, it feels like a longer bow when you're holding and aiming the bow you know, for long range shooting. Um, Micro-tuning, this is what we were talking about, where you can adjust your cam timing on your bow by just loosening the lock screw and just turning um, your adjustment screw. And that will adjust your cam timing without having to take the cables and strings off the bow. So there's a lot going on, that's for sure. Like, I mean, it doesn't uh, <laughs> just, you know, it, it, it almost takes uh, more time to even get enough detail going on with these bows. But now this particular one too is titanium. So it's a titanium uh, option. So you can order the bow with titanium fasteners. It reduces the weight by about two to four ounces, uh, makes it rust proof and and also uh, eliminate some micro vibrations that you would get um, going into the arrow actually by having titanium on the bow. Um, and uh, yeah, and last, lastly would be of course the cam lock technology. So you have your holes on the cam right here where you can lock your cam, change your strings and cables in the field and, uh, and you can stow it back. So you just take the pin out and let's say I wanted to relax my cable here. I just squeeze the cable to the handle, towards the handle put the pin in here, now I can take my cable off. That's amazing. Right, yeah, put, it, put it back on. That's... And just squeeze that, pull the pin out. There you go. Put the, put the pin back into your bow, lock it, and you're done, you know? <laughs> so that's how simple this, how easy, how easy it is to work on the bows once you get familiar with them. Uh, the other thing we've done, there's so many, as I look at the bow, I always have to think of other things you keep missing <laughs> Uh, this groove on the front of the riser right here is designed to position your hands uh, consistently. So when you're holding the bow, you can actually tuck your fingers in the groove on the front of the riser right here. And it gives you that, you know, a way to repeat your hold on the bow every time for accuracy. Yeah. yeah so I mean, uh, slim like design. Said, it's been a lot of, uh, all I need is for that bow to call in a deer for me. And, and, and that's <laughs> all you're missing, it? man. That's yeah, all you're missing. Yeah. <laughs> Put a, a call at the top. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been uh you now when you sit back and look at it. I mean, it takes a lot to remember. Oh yeah, I, just, I forgot about this. I forgot about you know, there's just so much going on there. No, there there is a ton going on. And uh, you know, I'm I'm on your website right now looking at the technology page that you guys have. And uh man, you could scroll for days with all the different tech that yeah. you have on here. It's it's absolutely it is, yeah. amazing. We've done, we done a pretty good job to see on our website where it explains every, uh, you know, every part of the technology, how it works and what it does for you, you know. Um, and another thing that was really neat about these bows is the physical weight of the bows. This is a, probably our best selling bow, which is the Black Mamba 31. Uh, it's only 3.8 pounds, you know, so it's lighter than probably most carbon bows out there, I would say. Yeah. Um, and then the Black Mamba Air is down at 3.6 pounds, you know? So that's pretty impressive. When people pick them up at the shows, they're expecting it to be heavier. They pick it up and say, wow, is that ever light? You know, that's the first response we get when somebody holds a bow in hand. Well, because yeah, usually when you're adding technology, you're adding weight or you're changing up the way it works. I mean, the way that you guys have just seamlessly integrated all of the different tech and, and it's, it, it seems like simple stuff, right? Like a bow hanger, but nobody else does that, right? Mm -hmm. it, it's really, it's that type well, taking of- Taking advantage of the riser. Take yeah. advantage of the riser, right? Absolutely. All the things, they, they've I taken mean, advantage of this riser. 
no and, doubt. You know, when we when we look at the industry as a whole, and obviously with our test life show, we get to shoot all the different bows. And you know, one thing I notice and I talk about a lot uh, when I when I reference APA is that you guys were smart in the sense that everybody else is like, oh well, you know, we got to have quad quad limbs, got to have quad limbs. That's the way forward. That's the way forward, right? That's BS. That's not true. And everybody else went this path. And you guys did not. And you've shown over and over that, look, you don't need quad limbs to have a badass bow. I mean, like this is a powerhouse. And what you've been able to do is take out weight and simplicity because you're getting rid of an, a whole nother limb set, you know? And so, and when I look at your bow, there's nothing that really compares in weight and slimness. There, everything else is like so thick and wide and, you know. Oh yeah, I'm if you look at be, the front view of that bow, like, I mean, there's not it's much. It's unbelievable. There. And, and I, it, I, it, it blows my mind that the other companies did that, you know, to be honest, I'm surprised they didn't keep one bow that was a single limb design like that or dual limbs. That's it, you know, and I'm just like, blows my mind. And I look at what you guys have done. And I think what, what, like, aren't they like looking at the competition? Like, it's so strange to me. Like, why would you not have a bow that has this slimness in this weight concept when they all used to have it, then they all got out of it thinking like, yeah, it's almost like the forward. Like they always they almost kind of follow each other um you know with the design you got that uh, right yeah we wanted to always be kind of different from the pack otherwise i wouldn't be making a bow if we can't make something different or better like you know uh, a lot of bows out there right now you'd have to almost read the name on the bow to know who makes this bow you know because it's they're so similar to each True. other there's only a few out there that you can id from a distance you know this is definitely one of them that you would definitely know. This is an APA. You can see it a hundred yards away. It's an APA. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so and then the funny part is when I was filming the, uh, the Tesla portion of your bows, I was, I had taken a break uh, to go to the zoo with my family and sure enough, you know, there's the snake. And I actually ended up including the, a video I took off my phone of the snake head and show how it actually fits the, the design oh, of your good. bow, which I thought it was the coolest thing. I was like, I can't believe this right now. It's like the perfect timing for me to be at the zoo and see this, <laughs> this black mamba snake in front of me or whatever it was. They had the head, you know, it looked like that. I was like, wow, it's perfect. Well, like, you know, it, it, yeah, it, it's pretty cool. Cause like the design, it looks like a snake, but not only that, like it, it looks like the scales too. Right. So it looks like you got the yeah. whole thing going on. Yeah. Awesome. You know what? It, it really just, the names match everything. Even that, even calling the names after snakes, snakes are always quiet. They're stealthy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and quick, like we got, we called the black mamba after the fastest snake in the world. You know, I'm not sure if you guys know the black mamba, I think can travel up to, uh, I think it's like 19 feet per second when it's actually doing a small, a, a short burst. Right, so yeah. It's actually amazing. If you think about it, is like that if the, it's 19 feet away from you. You know, you got only one second. I can't even get out of my chair that fast. (laughs) It's amazing, though, when you (laughs) think about it. For a snake, you'd think they'd be a little slower. but So that's why we picked the Black Mamba name, because of the speed, right, from the beginning, right? So um, now when it comes down to, I guess, uh, functionality, that's what we kind of built this brand on. I feel we built the very best backcountry bowl ever designed. There's no question. When it comes to when you look at what you're getting right here, the way I look at it is this: I tell sometimes certain people, let's say you didn't know anything about archery, and you didn't know anything about brands, and somebody, you know, take this uh, an APA bow, set it on the table in front of you, take any other brand and put it beside it, and take a comparison: what is this one offering me? What is this one offering me? 
honestly, it's like a hands down decision. It's not even a close competition. You know, if you look at it from that aspect, when you're looking at physical weight, performance, uh, features, functionality in the field, what it can do for you, how easy is it to service it. Um, there's really, there's almost really not much out there that can really compete with this. Yeah, the, the service part of that, I mean, this blows me away. I mean, the, the, the way that you were just able to take that string off right in front of us in a matter of seconds. I mean, that's, I, we, we have a whole room in, in our studio dedicated to a bow press and all the equipment, you know, that we need for all the other bows that we work with. And there you go. You do it by hand sitting at your desk. Yeah, you know, like it makes it nice for us to the manufacturer the bows because we rarely use a bow press, even building the bows here at the factory. That makes our, sense, yeah. yeah. So it makes it so nice and easier for our guys to work and service the bows and build them, you know. Um, one other thing, too, I should mention, um, we, you know, a lot of people question, you know, is the bows accurate, you know, because we don't have what everybody else is running, right? Uh, the dual cam has been in the, in the market for years. We just basically refined it, made it more accurate easier to tune, easier to hold, more consistent. There's so many things going on in this cam, um, but it's still a dual cam. So, you know, there is an odd question, oh, is it as accurate? Um, and I can guarantee you this definitely as accurate or more accurate than anything else built today. Um, one of our pro staff, uh, David Drawinski, he's from Europe, and he was competing in the Tokyo Paralympics and he took home the gold medal using our black Mamba 38. Wow. That's awesome. Wow, that, wow. So this is the bow right here. Um, so this bow here, um, he sent us uh, a report with it. In fact, I just unboxed it the other day and we did a little video. I haven't had a chance to put the video out yet, but this bow here, he cycled 37,000 rounds in six <laughs> months preparing for the Olympics. Wow. The Olympics, right? So he's got this signed here. I'm not sure if you awesome. guys can see Oh, that. yeah, that's awesome, man. That's sick. Yeah, so that's, that's, so uh, cool. and that's the same exact cam system as you'd find on our Black Mamba 31 or our King Cobra Dangerous game, you know, so. Um, you want some start. testimony. I think a gold medal will do it. Oh, yeah. let's, talk about, let's, talk about the grill, let's talk about the grill in the room, that lava color. Woo! Oh, yeah, this, yeah, this is uh, the lava one. I don't, this is the actual dark red, uh, that, that deep red, and then lava is really that. Oh, orangey, uh, I'm orangey telling you, red, you know? next time you get sent us a bow, I want lava. That yeah, that looks, looks pretty cool. Unbelievable to me. Yeah, we'll have to get one down in your house to see it. Oh, you know? and well, that's not the knock, though. The, the, the Q, the, I'm always a big fan of the QU camels, right? And you got some yeah. good looking ones with that as well. So I, yeah. Yeah, it kind of adds, cool. I'll be honest, it kind of adds to the whole to the whole snake look. To, yeah, this, know, is the Kuyu, well. uh, this is the Verde, and we also offer you the you bias as well you know both look really sharp uh, i really like that color as well yeah you're right tim it does look like scales yeah it does you know if you look at it close yeah so, so that um, does suit it i know so you know i know that the dangerous game was the big one for you guys this year that was like the you know i had a lot of people looking at a lot of people asking about it the name was genius i love the name i feel like you guys crushed it on the name. I mean, marketing-wise, that name, people are always like, DG, you know, dangerous game, lots of comments, lots of questions, so I love it. But I have to say, and, and I love the bow. I think it's a great shooting bow. But when you guys sent me this year, you sent me a bow from last year, which was the uh, – you sent me the dangerous game, but you also sent me the air. And, mm -hmm. <laughs> and for me, 
from, you know, bow hunting in Michigan and being in a tree stand, that bow is unbelievable. Like it shoots so smooth, so tiny. I understand it's not nearly as close to the power of a dangerous game, but when we talk about backcountry bow hunters, you know, out in the field, especially in a position where you don't need like, you know, a huge amount of power, you know, you're shooting does at 20 yards, 40 yards. This bow is unbelievable to me, this air in the, in the pit viper air. I'm sure they're both awesome. I guess talk us really kind of quickly through those two real quick. So you, it looks like one's a solo cam or a single cam and, and the other one's a dual cam. Yes. Yeah, so the pit viper air is a single cam. And the nice thing about that bow, I guess, it's got lots of adjustability in both draw weight as well as draw length. So you can go away from 30 pounds all the way to 60 pounds and 23 inches all the way to 30 and a half inches. So it's kind of great for somebody that's possibly growing or, you know, they want to have that adjustment range uh, capability. Now, the Black Mamba uh, Air is more of a higher performance compact lightweight bow it is impressive when i shoot it it puts a smile on my face as well because it just feels so neat and so light 3.2 pounds yeah i mean it is really when you pick it up it feels like you have a a kid's bow in your hands but it's actually 340 feet per second ivo bow with a seven inch bracelet which is pretty amazing really yeah yeah that is oh yeah you put in your backpack you don't even know you got your bow tied on your backpack so uh one thing i did find with our lineup we don't have a bow that actually uh, overtakes the next bow. So the, each one has its own characteristics to it. I don't like to have two bows where people are deciding, should I buy this one or should I buy this one? Because they're so close together. You know, it gets confusing for yeah. the individual looking to buy a bow, right? So we, we offer, I think, seven or eight bows this year, but every one is different from the next, you know? Um, so the Black Mamba Air has been a, actually a very popular bow, um, more yeah. so than the Pit Viper because it's the single cam is not quite as efficient um, it's not going to have the straight knock travel as the dual cam will, right? So when you look that's true with all bows, though, right? That's true with all bows. Any mm-hmm. single cam is going to be slower than the dual cam, probably, yes, brother or sister. Yeah, you're losing about 20 feet per second, I would say, apples to apples, which is quite a bit. Yeah. Like you almost have to put yeah. your bow another 10 pounds higher to get the same efficiency. Right? Is the yeah. single cam smoother than the dual cam? Not really. We we find no. the dual cam now so much that it's really not much difference, you know. You might feel a little bit smoother drawing it back, barely, but when you fire the bow, in fact, probably the dual cam is almost equal now. It's like that dead in the hand, you know? Um, so I'm going to I'm gonna ask the question everybody's been waiting for. So we'll, we'll talk about it right now. The world's most powerful bow, the King Cobra Dangerous Game, the DG. All right, so let's just, I'm just going to run through these specs real quick, and then we'll talk about it. So up to 365 feet per second. 32 and 7 eighths axle axle, 5 and 7 sixteenths brace height. So it's definitely a small brace height. It's going to generate tons of power. 3.9 pounds, still super light. Very for light. A full-size bow at 32 and 7 eighths. That's crazy. Um, draw weights are 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, and 100 pounds, which is where we get the most powerful portion of this. Draw lengths are 24 to 30 inches, so it's going to fit the majority of archers. Um, an 80% let off. So I guess, Nabel, I guess on this bow, what was the thought process behind this one? So th- obviously this is a big deal. This one is generated a lot of buzz this year. And I guess kind of walk us through this bow, how this came about, your thoughts on how you came up with this specific model. Okay, so it kind of goes back in time. So as I told you earlier, I've always been addicted to having high performance and high speed, whether I'm for my own personal use for a bow. 
I really believe in bow efficiency. Um, a lot of people, when we go to trade shows, are seems to be confused with the marketing out there. They want to come up to you say, I don't care, if, you know, I, I don't want to have a, a very fast bow, but I want to have um, a lot of kinetic energy, but it doesn't make sense, you know, you can't get kinetic energy right. without having arrow it's speed. It's the kinetic energy that produces the speed, right? It does, yeah. yeah. People are kind of thinking if they just simply put a heavy arrow on a slow bow, they'll get that energy, right? But right. if you put a heavy arrow on a fast bow, you're going to get a tremendous amount of energy, you see? A lot of people don't seem to get that. And the other thing, too, is you need to realize, too, that you take a King Cobra, a dangerous game, and put it at 60 pounds, and it'll outperform most 75-pound bows, right? So that's a huge, you know, claim, really, because now a lot of people say you're getting older or they have their shoulders giving them a hard time or whatever the case may be. It's a great option to drop your draw weight, but maintain the same exact kinetic energy and a flat arrow trajectory, you know? Yeah. Um, now, the, the, the King Cobra Dangerous game, we always have to have one bow in our line that's going to be in the top end of that speed. You know, if it's not first, it's second. You know what I mean? In the market, ever since we started this company, basically from 2006 till now, you know, that hasn't really missed. We haven't missed a year. Now, one thing we found, though, a lot of people wanted to get heavier weights for you know, going to Africa, dangerous game, this kind of thing, right? So we've been building our way up, testing our limbs every year, pushing them further and further until this year where we jumped to that 100-pound draw weight. I mean, that's a tremendous amount of weight, really, it is, you know. Um, even to, you know, testing the bows before they leave here, it's even a challenge you know, to do the testing on them, right? Because most people can't open a 100-pound bow. It's as simple as that. Um, but we do get a lot of people want that that option, you know, they, they're strong enough that they can draw the bow back, they can shoot a uh, 900, 1,000, 1,200 grain arrow out of that bow, you know. Um, so we've, uh, we cater to that um, and people are, and they've been holding up well. I mean, anybody that's got one loves it. Uh, it's just an impressive bow, but it's not only designed to be shot at the heavy weights, you know. We get a lot of people buying the King Cobra Ninja scheme at 40 pounds, 50 pounds, 60 pounds, and uh, and it works amazing for those draw weights as well, not only the super heavy draw weights, you know? Right. Um, now, amazingly enough, like, you know, we're talking 150, 160 foot pounds of kinetic energy. Like, that is unbelievable. Like, that's like, you only require 30, 25 or 30 to kill a white-tailed deer, for example, right? So you could probably shoot like two, four or five deer with, with the same arrow. That's how much power we're talking coming out of that bow. Um, now we've tested the bow with, uh, I mean, we've got some out there running higher than a hundred just for, you know, for future testing. But I mean, at a hundred, at a hundred pounds, the bow still feels nice and quiet. You can barely hear the arrow fire out of the bow. In fact, it actually becomes quieter. It seems to like having that heavy weight, heavy arrow. Um, so when we're testing them here, you can actually, sometimes it surprises us even when you shoot it to the machine, it sounds just quiet, you know? And you just see the target makes the sound when the arrow hits it, you know? But it's, um, it's definitely um, one of my favorite builds because it's got the Black Mamba riser. It's got all the Black Mamba snakehead cutouts on it, all the features we've ever introduced. So it's kind of a, um, a, nice, a nice package if you want that high performance. Um, it's a tough bow to beat when it comes to that for efficiency and high performance, that's for sure. Yeah, it's so cool. I, I don't know. I just the name the name alone gets it for me. I just love it. 
I'm like, man, yeah, like that is a cool name. Like, like we've shot it through, we, uh, when we were testing it for fun, we've shot it like through skill saw blades, you know, like a, your skill saw at home. Yeah. Dang. It'll shoot, it'll, it'll blow a broadhead right through that, you know. Just wow. Like, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. something I want to test now. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. One day we'll probably do a video maybe on it when we're doing it, but what just so kind cool. of shows you, it's so strong. In fact, some broadheads, it'll, it'll shear all the blades right off the broadhead. The broadheads and the shaft wow. right through, you know that and i mean we're talking good quality broadheads you know that's awesome yeah that yeah, is pretty amazing to watch you know i think we might have is to put your... that the test on some ballistics gel Dave. oh i know that sounds <laughs> fun i was just going to ask you about the weight um okay yeah so your 38s are definitely 4.4 pounds i was going to ask you if this was your heaviest bow but i forgot you you would have the target bows that would you know bring the weight into yeah the 38 uh, is 4.4 4.5 pounds it's, it's a longer riser um and what we've done uh, with the 38s because it's a longer riser uh, there's other companies doing like a shoot through design right here right yeah. right to get you the strength because the longer you go on the riser the more you need to you know support it what we did, uh, we just went thicker on the side. So when we built the bow, we just put more strength just on the one side of the riser to uh, make, do the same thing for you when you still could load your arrow from the side if you choose to uh, and maintain the stiffness and the strength in the riser. And then we put a few bridge, couple bridges on the back in this area yeah. to, to strengthen it uh, side to side, you know. Well, I think you've proven yourself with that one, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that one, you know, uh, we've been... Yeah, because they took home the gold medal in the, in the individuals, and they also took home the silver medal with the team category with that bow. Um, so that's, uh, that's it's a pretty amazing achievement, really. That is really, really amazing achievement. So that's something definitely, definitely to be proud of for sure. Oh yeah, so, yeah. We so are, the question yeah. is, where do we go from here? <laughs> well, What's, you know what? What are we looking at in twenty three? What you got? Yeah, what are you cooking over there? <laughs> you know, we first. You know, we we've got we've always developing. To be honest, you know, I'm I, I'm kind of addicted to that part of the company. That's my favorite part of APA is the research and development. That's what I do. That's what I think. I live. Uh, even if I'm sleeping at night, I'm thinking about how we're gonna make this better tomorrow. You know what I mean? I just can't. I just can't turn it off. That's actually a problem sometimes. But I get into trouble <laughs> with my wife. You know, I tell her, you know, I, I'm always thinking about how can we make this better. And we are going to make it better. There's always, you know, there's definitely, we're always working to make improvements on what we've got. I know it's, you know, you could think to yourself, what else could you do to, oh, like, I mean, there's a lot going on already. But there is more. We're testing uh, today for the future, you know, and um, you can expect more to come out. That's for sure. Like, from this is not, um, it's just, in our DNA, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I just love Your designing DNA. and I love to make it better. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> within any industry, within any industry, it's, it's a very small set of products or companies that are truly innovative, right? And carry that forward into something Not easy to do. Either. That's functional and and consumable by by your end yeah. by your end consumers. And uh, that's the one thing, the one consistent thing that I know that I've heard over the years is. Once people start digging into, like we already talked about, all of it, I'm going to call them extras, right? Mm -hmm. But the technology that you guys have put into these bows from a um, logical standpoint, like what would a logical hunter, what, what would a hunter want, you know? 
is has just proven itself in the design that you guys have had. And uh, I, I tell you, Dave, Dave's not wrong. Um, when people take a look at this bow and they they dig into what it is and what's involved with it, what what it comes with, it's hard not to buy it. it yeah, it's hard not to the, hard not to have that as as the top you know list the, the top bow on your list that you want to go out and shoot and you want to try because why not have everything in one package? Yeah, and you know, it's like buying a car. You know, you yeah. can buy a car and you know, but with that has no no air conditioning, no power windows, no lane keep, no this, no that, right? But for the same price, you can buy this other car. It's got every possible option. You know what I mean? And they cost yeah. the same, same warranty, yeah. same. You know what I mean? Yeah. You gotta ask yourself, man, why would I not look at this, right? I mean, that's kind of what it is, right? And I think 100%. the biggest issue, the biggest issue, has always been and always will be is that, you know, there's a lot, the problem is in this industry, there's a lot of, uh, you know, hey, I shoot this is the best thing there is, da, 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 da. And we, that's what we noticed when we started this years ago. And one of the reasons we started Boner Plans, we couldn't stand how everybody was one-sided on brands just because they spent their money on it. Now they're trying to justify what they bought. And so we are, are since we started this, we've always started showing the brands that weren't always number one in the sales or whatever, because our thought was, it doesn't make sense. If you have all these great products, it's about the product. It's not about the brand name. Like if the product's good, then you need to look at it. Right. It's not just, Hey, I'm buying this because my buddy buys it. And that was one of the things that's why I was going to ask you. Actually, I was going to come to that question. How has this been for you guys being a Canadian company? Has this been harder in the American market? Is it easier around the world? Or I guess, how has that been for you guys from a sales perspective in marketing? You know, I would say, at first, I would say it was definitely tougher, way harder. Let's say, let's say we were in the U.S., I would say this company right now would be unstoppable, most likely. It would, there'd be nothing that would touch it, you know. The right backing behind this company, if, uh, it's just, it would be unstoppable, I'll tell you right now. Um, just because of what we just talked about right now, and you can see what's going on, right? Um, our Surprisingly, though, um, now people are starting to think, you know what, I think we've been around long enough that they don't think it will get here today gone tomorrow kind of scenario Yeah, you're That's not a gimmick you're, you're a proven product yeah we're like consistent yeah. right that consistency is very important in your whole yeah. life whether it's your personal life or business or whatever it is when you're consistent that that shows something you know and i think people are seeing it's not like a what do you call it a one hit wonder okay we're not a one hit wonder company well, you come up with some idea and then that's all you had. And that's it. You know, yep. every year we follow up and not every year, every second year, we got something pretty cool. Nobody's ever done, you know? And even so that I think is what's helping us tremendously. Um, we're actually surprisingly, we get a lot of international interest with this company. Um, in fact, we sell a lot more product out of Canada than we do in Canada, you know, like well, the whole world loves Canadians versus like 70% of our sales actually are out of Canada, you know? So uh, U.S. is one of our strongest customers um, that we sell in Australia, Spain, Germany, Africa, France, like there's all over awesome. the world, this this what so cool. is going out, you know? Um, but it is definitely more challenging because where we're located, because some people think, you know, it's hard to ship bows across the border or whatever that deters some people. Our biggest obstacle is people don't have it in hand because we don't have very many dealers out there. Yeah. Right? So if you have this bow in hand, it sells itself. Like it's just as soon as you hold it, you shoot it, chances are you're gonna like it. It's very unlikely that you won't like it. We do offer a test drive program for people in those situations where they don't have a dealer. 
and we're confident enough in our product that we'll get the boat built to your specs, what color you want, send it to you. If you don't have a dealer, when you get it, uh, you'll have, you know, five, six days, five, six business days to try the bow. Make sure you're hundred percent happy. If you're not happy, just give us a phone call. We'll make arrangements to get the boat back and get full refund. So, um, we rarely ever see a bow come back. I don't know if we even got one. We got, I think maybe one this year came back. So that shows you that once somebody tries the bow in hand, they love it, you know? Um, I think people are yeah. excited. You know, what happened is I, you know, we, we had a couple from last year and I thought, you know what, I'm going to give one of these away, you know, let people try it. They haven't tried it. And there was a lot of people pushing, like there's a lot of excitement about it. And when we get in our YouTube, we get the 50,000, we're going to give it away and people are going to be pumped. And I, I'm really excited to do it because I think that what's going to happen is those type of things, people just don't realize the brand's there sometimes, or, you know, cause they don't see it in their local dealer or whatever. Um, it, it's just, it just needs that extra touch to get the, you know, get people to call a dealer and ask for this bow or try to get it or find the local, you know, getting the closest they can to you know, picking one up. But I will tell you guys, you know, I shot, I shoot all the bows in the industry. And to me, this is one of my favorites because of the slimness, the lightness and the power behind them. And, you know, that's not even including the tech on the bows, right? I'm not even, I'm not even talking about the tech. I'm literally just talking about the shots and shooting the bow. I love shooting these bows. That air is literally one of my favorite bows. It's going to be in my top three this year of my best shooting bows. And, you know, it, APA has done, in my opinion, just an, an amazing job. And, um, you know, competing versus a marketplace that's so saturated, you know, with all these other brands that are American, they're, they got all these dealer friends and they have all these control over the networks. And I, I, you know, I totally understand how hard this is for you guys. And it's not easy, but the thing is, is the truth is, is that this bow is unbelievable. And if people just touch it, they're going to want it. They're not going to care about the rest. They just need to put it in their hand. And that's going to be the number one importance. And I was going to ask you this. I'm, I'm pretty sure I know this answer. Uh, are you the only compound bow manufacturer in Canada? I mean, you're definitely the largest, I would assume. We are the only one in Canada. There used to be another one in Manitoba, but they went out of business, you know, probably about 10 years ago, something like that. And there was another one in Alberta. They couldn't make it. Yeah, we're the only ones right now in Canada manufacturing so, a compound bow. So you guys are going to take advantage of these titles, the largest bow manufacturer in all <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's a good point. Never did uh, never did that one yet. But, <laughs> but you know, if so you think funny. about it, if you look at different categories in archery, lightest bow, I think we're probably there. Uh, fastest bow, we're pretty, pretty well there. Most functional bow, we're there. You know, um, customer service, I think we're probably in the top when it comes to anybody needing any help or needing you know, any kind of a situation where they need something repaired, we make sure we put that top priority. So um, we actually, any boat that comes in usually for any kind of repair is usually turned around within 24 hours uh, back to the customer. So been proud with that since day one, our customer service has been always number one. I think that goes, the, that's the most important, I think, out of any brand, you know. Is I, don't, I don't expect anything less from a Canadian. <laughs> right on. <laughs> that's awesome. No, it's uh, it's been uh, no, it's been it's been a challenging company for sure. You know, it always challenges us, and and uh, I guess it brings out the best, though. You know, what I mean, we when you get pushed, you, you make things better. It's just how it is. You know. Well, you got fans in us, man, yeah. and uh, you know, keep up the great work. I, I honestly, it, it's 
it's hard to imagine where you can go because of everything that you've already done. I know. But I know, I know you'll come up with some cool stuff coming up. Oh, there, there's definitely more. Like, like, and I honestly had that question asked, we were at a trade show just in Edmonton. One guy asked me, you know, should I buy a bow now or wait till next year? I said, you know, I honestly. Know. And next year. <laughs> I told him honestly. One of each. <laughs> we have to almost let everybody else catch up to us first before we release more stuff on, you know, I don't know if there's, any, you know, there's enough, there's enough going on already that, you know what I mean? A lot of people don't even know about APA yet. They're just I was learning. Say, about I it, feel like know? you're in your own category. You could do that. You have the really, yeah. yeah, we could, honestly, we could, you know, because I got a phone call today, uh, a person with a long draw, he's 32 inch draw. Um, he's shooting a Matthews Atlas. He says right now, cause that's one of the few bows that can actually fit his measurements. And he wants something a little bit more power, whatever. And he's talking to me this afternoon. And he just found out about this company last week. You know what I mean? So for him, he was just amazed. He couldn't believe there was such a, you know, a product out there, you know? Yeah, so he yeah. says he's going to be calling next week to place his order. So I, that's just an example. You know, I just thought of him because I just talked to the guy today, you know? Yeah, well, thank you so much, man, for joining us. Appreciate it. APArchery.com. Check them out. Check out our videos. Make sure you submit for that one we're giving away. It's going to be awesome. Uh, thank you so much, man. We really appreciate this. And uh, keep doing what you're doing because we, we honestly, I, I, I think you guys are doing a great job. So just keep it up. Right on. Thank you for your support and having me on your show. So uh, we'll keep in touch and uh, let you know when, what's coming around the corner yet. Awesome. Right, thank, thank you. Thank you. As usual, thank you guys so much for tuning into the Bowhunter Planet podcast. Your support is so appreciated. If you love archery and bow hunting, make sure you subscribe and follow us on social media as we have a lot more great content to share. We'll see you soon. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done.